It's nice to be able to laugh at yourself, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. It's a nice characteristic for any action figure to have, I reckon. We can have a it's, giggle. You can catch up with everyone who's been laughing at you. You can That's laugh right. with <laughs> You can laugh with Yeah. yeah. Now we're uh, laughing near you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a non-Sindhu. Nice to see him. Zoe, John Luna. Oh, John Luna dropped in. He's a homeboy from the Bronx. Hey, Paul, what's up? Nice to see you again. Hey, good. You know, I was in the Bronx once for three months in a program called Project Return, which usually was... they had a pretty high rate of return. <laughs> <laughs> it was Project Return, Return, Return. And <laughs> it was in the middle of the Bronx, and we had a big... Uh, mesh fence around the compound and there was a certain like a yard so sometimes you'd be sitting out there in the summer day and then you'd see this like white nondescript van and then five guys jumping out and, and three of them run to three corners to keep an eye out things and then they just strip a car in about 45 seconds <laughs> everything, everything into the back of the van Tires, fucking everything, and then they were off. It was amazing. <laughs> Very efficient. Yeah. Oh, a minute, the car was like on all on its axles <laughs> when everything was gone. Windshield, everything. So, <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Well, let's uh, start the meeting, I guess. What time is it? Oh, we better. It's 7.06. Oh. All right. Whatever that means. Anybody have any questions they'd like to ask first or if they want to speak about anything uh, specific? I just want to say I really, really liked your talk last Saturday. Who is this? Who is this? It's Lynn. Oh, Lynn, you really, really like to talk. Well, we should just play that and I can chill out. <laughs> Hopefully we can lip sync and basically the same message any, anyway. But oh, great. I'm happy that, that uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's the infusion of spirit. Sometimes it's got a specific flavor. Yeah. And people like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. So whatever happened. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, these aren't like requests. I can't sing like a, a meeting of last week. I don't remember the words. <laughs> we can whistle along, though, maybe. All right. If you're not, uh, I'll just bring something out again. We were talking yesterday at another meeting, and there's this guy who... Uh, Used to deliver real eyes. E you got a hand if you want it. All right. Yeah. My hand? Oops. Yeah. That's gone. Where was it? David. Down under David. <laughs> oh, David. What do you have, David? You have a question? No, I don't have much, Paul. Just a quick question. Um, <clears throat> I think I know the answer already, actually. <laughs> but do, do, do you think that's um, spontaneity? is a big like a, is a part of what we really are i know we can't know what we really are but to me it's definitely what not what we're not yeah spontaneity anything that approaches like no time in a weird way is closer to what's going on yeah so like a lot of times in recovery we have you'll suddenly realize and you know, sort of like a lightning bolt. And uh, a lot of the time something downloads, it doesn't take any time. And yet a huge amount of, uh, of, of let's say, info will come through in no time. Yeah. So you start getting a sense of, let's say, no time or not time. Uh, yeah. And a lot of that's basically... Uh, 
it's you know like they have like 5g speed whatever you know and broadband well the message has a you know a no time speed so to speak yes like a thief in the night or like a yeah whack so yes spontaneity is uh we're always living in spontaneity the head is a, has a narrate a narration in time yeah yeah so the, the, head is, the head isn't feeling anything the head is narrating feelings yeah yeah it's funny paul because it doesn't happen that often to me but i write music and i write lyrics and stuff and I don't know. I couldn't put a number on it, but like one in every 10, 10 songs I do that. So like on the weekend, I just went up into my studio and um, I like the song Rise of Public Image Limited. And so I just sort of, uh, I really like the drum beat in that it's a kick drum and a snare on every fourth beat, this and that. And so I sort of, I didn't copy that, but I came up with my own thing and I didn't have any lyrics in my head or anything else in my head, like like to, to add to the song. So I just recorded that down. And then just straight away, I picked up the bass, sort of without thinking about it. And I put a bass line down, just a very rough bass line for about two minutes. And then here was the interesting thing that's happened to me a few times. I basically did the whole lyric for the song in a mic, just there, without having anything written down, like I did four parts of the first verse, the chorus, and 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 just add sort of bang, you know, like without thinking about it. I didn't even really know what the song was about. And then uh, like five minutes later, I suppose, after that was pretty, it felt really good. I had a big smile on my head from ear to ear. But um, then I started sitting there and thought came into it a lot. Then that's to come up with the second verse and started thinking about things and what it was about and all that. So I just left it. I didn't record anymore. And I think what I'll do with the song is just record that first verse again, because it's a, you can do that in songs. I went yeah. to uni for a while and they said, look, if you can't come up with a good second verse, just sing the, sing the first one again. You know? But anyway, I just find, found that very spontaneous, no thought in it. And um, well, this is exactly good. what happens at these talks. You just described it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All spontaneous. When and we're not going to write a second verse. No. You just uh, just it just it goes the same way every time. <laughs> That's the whole message. That's the whole Zoom. And you yeah. know the funny, the other quick thing when I read we that baseline, one second, we have a baseline like a love supreme, and then we just then there's just uh, verbal jazz riffing, yeah, 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 yeah. And here's the beautiful thing when I read back through it an hour, like an hour, I went down at a cup of tea or something. I read back through it an hour later. It's the first verse is totally about seeing, hearing feeling and uh, smelling. There was no tasting in there, but just the four things got covered. It's easy to fit four little topics in a four by four timing. It's hard to get five in there, maybe. <laughs> anyway, I was amazed that it was about, sort of about non-duality sort of thing, you know. Or what oh, yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. I'm amazed that these talks are too. Yeah. Anyway, I'll shut up. It's, it's... Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the baseline, uh, every note goes off, but always returns back to the same baseline. So what's the baseline here? Uh, a supposition that Ramana Maharshi emphasized, which is being ourselves reality, which sounds like a present tense condition. Yes. It's being ourselves reality. The greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. So not just to sit there and wonder about wanting reality wanting to attain reality, but see, there's a there's a pattern in that. Yeah. So the same thing with the seeker and the sought. 
or not the sword, the sort, S-O-U-G-H-T, the pattern is uh, the seeker and the sort are complementary, yeah? When something is not sought and you're left with the seeker, there's a realization about the seeker that there isn't one, yeah? When the seeker is searching, all the searching keeps it occupied where it never questions who the hell is doing the searching. Yeah. So this whole message is to the assumption, another one that Ramana put out, and if you read a lot of the writings about his teachings, you'll see this said in, in a lot of different ways, but it's always emphasized as quite important, which is this idea of a presupposing a non-existent thing being that which is existing, yes? So the non-existent thing would be the body, yeah? So there's a presupposing, obviously not by the body, but there's a presupposing in the head that, that, that there's a non-existent thing, that's that which is existing, and then wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Now he says, this is probably the condition that precedes all the other conditions. So then the next statement is, which is the next statement is explained by the first statement, which is your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. What are they reinforcing the non-existent thing as? An existent thing. Yes? So the thing is what's existing. Not existing moving through a thing or not a thing appearing in existence, but the thing itself is that which is existing and is now seeking for salvation as that thing. Yeah? If that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing this idea of being the existing thing, yeah, concerning the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it, obviously, yeah? So what something gets set up as there's a huge obstacle and that obstacle, like another one he used about uh, the idea of reality using itself to define reality. Okay, so here you go. Reality is being taken as Paul. Paul's not feeling that great. Paul's tried a lot of stuff. He ends up on the last house of the street, spirituality. And now Paul is looking yeah, to uh, get out of the dream or whatever you want to call it. So now he tries to do it. And it becomes very clear to him sooner or later that he, the idea of Paul, is the biggest obstacle to getting out of the dreaming. And so now it comes to a realization that the obstacle taken to be real has to be destroyed for reality to become available to Paul. Do you think Paul identified as the obstacle is going to rush into reality? Do you think it's going to just dive completely into enlightenment when Enlightenment means the death of what it takes itself to be. There's no fucking way. It's got you're living in cognitive dissonance. And so you're waiting on something that wants to keep waiting. It's not going to come to the point. Yeah. So this is about seeing you're not that. Yeah. You're not that which is seeking for liberation. And then you get freed from the need to be liberated. That's exactly what it feels like. You get freed from the need to be liberated. That's the liberation. Yeah. You get freed from that which believes everything, even the idea of being something, is going to take time. You're freed from that. And then the sense that you were looking for is readily available at all times. Yeah. Right, at, right where you are with no requirement to meet it because you are it. Yeah. So as our friend was talking about the spontaneity, the rush of the spontaneity is like the thief in the night. You get whacked and then you see the head try to move towards the whack. 
because it constantly keeps reasserting it's something else that had the whack. And you see it can't get it. You see the futility of it, finally. Yeah. And yet this time, when you see the futility of that which is grasping and trying to arrive and believing it has left and all this stuff, when you see it flailing around and then that futility triggers a hallelujah, you're onto something. Yeah. You've come to the end of the mission, so to speak. You finally recognize what a failed system can show you. It's failed. Yeah. And there's the relief. Readily available. And the point is, when the relief seems to rush in, it informs you it's always been this way. So everything I have ever believed or thought was real or this or that, none of it had any legs to stand on. That's the message that comes through. Anything that's manufactured as the truth never delivers that feeling. It's always been this way. It likes to chant that when it's trying to convince you you're going into a lifelong depression. It's always been this way, but it isn't. But in this case, it's true. Yeah. When that revelation hits, it's always been this way. Upon having never left, it really has a, you when you it's like when you fall on it, it's a thud. It's solid. Yes. It's not like a paper mache floor that you go through. It you hit something, yeah, whack, and it's very, 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 very convincing. I don't know what it's convincing. I don't care, but you'll come out of it with a great convincing, sort of like what Nizagadada said. He had faith in his teacher. He had faith in the message, and bammo, that was enough. Yes, got whacked. Yeah, wasn't in any more argument with it. He was looking just like Mike right now with his hand on his face, just in thinking about the next cigarette after the socks sang's over. Yeah, just incredible joy, whatever. Just in, he was there. He was here. Yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to question or just see the manufacturing of this something else <laughs> that's been made to be ourselves. It's not about canceling the manufacturing. It's about not, see, your interest and attention is feeding the manufacturing of the consent. When it's withheld, you'll just see the rawness of the machinery. You'll see that what you thought was a choice you made is mechanical, yeah? The head is just doing it. The head gets brought into contact by us, claims that whatever it is coming into contact with and fills it up with the story. Yes. Simple as that. You never did that. And you are not doing that. When people almost to the, almost every time when people who would get in touch with me after a talk and say, I really got selfing. Yeah. I really understand selfing. And then they would go ahead and say, I've been selfing all day or the selfing has been driving me crazy. That's not, that's not the message. The message is you're not that which is being driven crazy by selfing. That's part of the selfing. Yes? The idea there's a you doing it or the you being done to by it. There isn't one. You didn't do it and you're not being done to by it. So we come here, hopefully it's enjoyable. At least we throw some, you know, humorous bones out there. And all the while it's getting soaked in. You don't have to watch. It's like getting an injection. You don't have to watch the medicine getting shot into the vein. You'll feel it. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to be watching it. Most people don't like watching a syringe go in. So, yeah, it's better that you're sent around the corner for a half an hour. <laughs> so you'll recognize when you come back to try to claim it you'll realize uh-uh yes see if the master is aware and present in the house it's going to have it's going to be very hard to fool it that there's another master of the house don't you believe yeah if the master of the house is present and available which we are when the head said, comes and says that it's the master of the house, we're not going to buy it anymore, are we? The thing is, yeah. 
So anyone, Mike, anybody have anything? And you want to want to raise your hand? Yeah, yeah. Craig May. Hi, Craig. Lauren, I, I. What happened? What? 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 I'm looking at Lauren Iverson. What happened what? to Lauren? <laughs> it's our friend Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to go back to uh, who's there? William. Craig. Oh, Craig. All right. Craig. <laughs> <May>. <laughs> um, I just have a, um, a couple of things. I just wanted to share in relation to what Dave was uh, talking about quickly. I used to play. Um, I was heavily involved in music too many years ago. I was a drummer. And um, one day I was, I was recording um, with, the, with these guys doing drum tracks on their music. And um, I had to listen to this tune a couple of times and then they sent me out and they said, just we'll do a run through. Um, so I did that. When I finished, I didn't actually remember, it happened so quick was unbelievable. I didn't actually have any memory of of actually playing the drum track. Anyway, I said, right, let's let's go and I'll I think I've got it. Let's go and do a take. And they said, hang on a minute, come in here and have a listen to this. We just cut it and it's fucking perfect. So I went in and had a listen and it was it was perfect. It was quite there was so, quite some complicated parts in it, but it was just perfect. Now automatically the head kicked in and said, "Hang on a minute, I wasn't there." And I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted it, I wanted to do it again. I thought, "No, I can do it better." It's not the head saying, "I wasn't there." Yeah. <laughs> so, hang on, I need to be there because it's, you know, it's to make it better. So, anyway, I went out and I did about another three or three takes. Not, they're all fine, but not, none of them had the magic. None of them had the magic that that first one had. Anyway, they kept the first take. It was unbelievable because I, when I finished it, I can remember when I finished the take, I had no memory of actually uh, having done it. It was beautiful. I think, yeah. and I think it's, it happens a lot. Just usually yeah. the head overrides it and gets back yeah. into, uh, into the saddle, but yeah. it happens a lot. A lot of people uh, go into the what they call the zone in surfing or doing whatever, painting, gardening, landscaping, everything. Yeah. It's just yeah. that the head kicks in and basically leads you to the trough again. And it's just habitual. We, we, in a way, something, you know, knows that marching order and knows how to march and it goes on. But yeah. in fact, you can see that as not you. Big time. Yeah. Something else I wanted to share with you. Um, when I go to bed at night to go to sleep, I like to lie there and um, I love to marinate in that vibration that we are. That has a, a frequency. It has a sonic quality that's like the equivalent of light. It's a buzz. It's a hum. It's that uh, that field of what we are. It's just exquisite. I love to lie there and feel it and hear it. You don't hear it with the ears. You hear it with a with the inner ear. But it's beautiful because you can uh, you can feel you can see and feel the action figure drifting off to sleep. But that that thing is. Uh, <laughs> it's just that it's just bright. It's just bright and on. And you can see, you can see and feel the action figure drifting off to sleep. And I think it's like you were just saying, that's like the big dog. What's seeing the action figure? Action figure's the little dog. And when you've got that, I think when you um in time it can seem like a process where you start to you start to spend more time on that side of things, looking at what you're not from what you are, instead of 
attempting to look at what, you know, find what you are from what you're not. And I think it gets to a stage where it, uh, it clicks over, you know, past that 50% mark perhaps where all of a sudden you're spending most of your time looking from what you are as opposed to looking from what you're not. And I think that's when there's a bit of a shift. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's when the big dog is in the house and the little dog knows that and it sees it. And I think that's why you can you, that's why you can be at utter peace while the action figure isn't. If the action figure is feeling anxiety or it's flipped out, once that once that uh, that ratio changes and you're in that place more often than not. That anxiety, that stress, whatever it is, is put in context. It's not big. It's not the full screen. It's appearing within the full screen. And it's very minor and small. It doesn't mean you still don't feel the anxiety. But when you're at peace, you, you graze with that which isn't because it isn't you. You're at peace. But you see that. You see and feel the action figure. Uh, you feel that it's anxiety, but um, it's just so small. It shrinks. It shrinks in that field. So you get the proper perspective when the big dog's in the house, I think. Yes. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yes. But see, here we go. We start innocently and let's say grace has appeared in our lives and we've been whacked into presence, let's say. Yes? And then there's a, a remembering of that and yet it doesn't seem to be present and therefore that which that has been made to be ourselves is now given that job to go back and arrive there again. Yeah? yeah. Now many of us have followed that and it seems to be a natural progression, but there's something off in it. Yeah. Because people have had the grace of a peak experience and then they've spent many years searching for more peak experiences. Yet the peak experience did not come from searching. It was grace. Yes. Yeah. But so what happens is, okay, the way we're seeing and the possibilities that are available aren't much. So now we have a remembrance or a feeling of that sense of peace or unity or presence or loss of whatever. Yet it's now being used to reinforce that which we're not and that which we're not now enters paths to try to stabilize that all the while, all the searching to stabilize it is stabilizing its its hierarchy. The little dog is now seen as the big dog searching for the big dog. Yes? You see? Yeah. So this is where non-duality comes in. That way, that seems natural that, oh, yeah, I felt free when I was in the water. Now you're in the water at 10 at night fucking surfing with sharks and shit like that. And you just keep on trying to get to that sense or fornicating endlessly or whatever, trying to get to that sense. Yeah. But something there's time and, and, and direction have been produced. Yes. So now we're trying to follow a path or, or a plan to have an experience of what was freely available. Yeah. And we and some shit that's freely available at all times, the only way it can be translated when we're seemingly living as a meritocracy and we have to do something is grace. Yeah. But in fact is we weren't anywhere far away from that event that we call the peak experience. It was readily available to trigger at any moment. Yeah. It was the thing that's now rushing rushing in to stabilize it was the obscuring of it, yeah? So that's why non-duality showed up because obviously people got whacked by grace, had these things, 
And then they moved from where they thought they were, which was was not where they are. And from there, it looked like they'd have to arrive somewhere. And all right, that arrival then got shot with some time. And then the idea of requirements and conditions and purities and all this shit filled in. Yeah. <laughs> and yet the way of the warrior is you're going to feel present and available. That's your natural condition. You don't need a way of anything. You're present and available. Now, yeah? So it's so weird. We've gotten free samples. That mail didn't go to the home depot, home office. It went to a subsidiary, selfie. It got turned into something where now we're using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Just like Huang Po warned us about. We're using light to seek light. We're using big M mind to seek mind. Now, this isn't mean stop, just see it. You don't have to stop anything. Yeah. The awareness of it all is the magic elixir. You just see it. Yeah. And then see what happens. Yeah. Don't rush to arms because that's what you're not. And therefore, there's a forgetting of what we are. There's a remembering of what we're not. And then what we're not is now producing and manufacturing paths for it to get back to where it never left. And now the story of what you are is more the story of what you're not. It's insane, yes? So this is the point. When that when that lion who was confused and thought it was a sheep and tried to live the best sheep life it could be, and it maybe even had dreams of becoming a lion, yeah? When actually the dream was being a lion, it got translated into a dream that one day I may become a lion as a sheep, yeah? And all these shenanigans occurred all based on the ignorance of its own natural condition, natural condition. It is a lion. Yeah. Then that old lion comes in, they have the event, the old lion pulls, puts both their heads over the water and they see the young lion sees the reflections, gets it. Bamo. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks. Okay. End of the parable. Yeah. End of the parable. The parable ends when the young lion gets it's a lion, yeah? But what happens? If you add time to the parable, what happens when your young lion walks away from the pond? The sheep programming kicks in and has now the revelation of its own nature as a peak experience the sheep had. You see, this is what happened. There was a message of the lion in the parable in the pond, and then non-duality came in after to, to correct what the mistake was that was going to happen because it's mechanical. The lion did not choose that mistake. The mental activity mechanically does what happened after the pond. Yes? This is non-duality. This is the point. So now that which is always stable, you don't have to make it more stable. It's It becomes stable in your experience when you see you're not the instability. Yes, that's the point. We're not looking to the truth. We're looking from the truth to the falsehood. That's the message of this. That's the direction of this delivery of this message. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not talking about what you are. I'm talking about what we're not. Yeah. Because what happens if you talk about what we are? It becomes concepts held by what you're not. So basically, when you're talking about the freedom and the likeness, that becomes more conceptual baggage. And you can see it in the example of satsangs, where most people in satsang would have been better off if they had never heard the word awakening. And definitely would be better off if they had never heard the word enlightenment. Because the hearer of that word has turned that word into something other than that what it means. 
Enlightenment, one definition is the cessation of all suffering. When the head claims it, it uses it to cause suffering. What more do you need to know? That one example should shut the case, should fucking shut the cover on the case. Yes? So non-duality is an addition to the message because it's needed here. Yeah? In all there is at all times, there would be no need to question that which is seeking stability. There would just be stability. Yes? But here in the world of appearances, we need to entertain what we're not, to have a sense of what we are. Yeah? Because if we have a sense of what we are without seeing what we're not, it's going to be turned into something of what you're not. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, yes. Hasn't it happened with you, Craig, and everyone else in this place? Yeah. You felt completely removed, and then you're held up again. What the fuck happens? Well, what we're sharing is what happens. Yeah? The timelessness gets overridden in time by the claiming of it as an experience that the time creature is having. Yeah? Yes, yes. So here, you know, this is the message. Like my friend with the eyes, he used to think, oh, I'm not that, the guy who's driving around with the eyes. Then he realized he had to see that which was talking about the eye drive, the guy driving around with the eyes. Exactly, yes? Bing, bing, non-duality. You are of a dualistic nature. The appearance of Craig and Paul looking like a singular body is a dualistic activity. Non-duality, yes? The objective idea of Craig and the subjective idea of Craig are both Craig's and both not us. Yes? Bamo, that's how it works. All I saw at one point was one. I wanted that one to be negated and destroyed and beaten and, and wrestled and vanquished. That fucking didn't work. Because that which was vanquishing it was an apparition of the same thing I wanted vanquished. Who would have known? Now we do. This is the glory of satsang. You realize there's a step, another step, not into the dance of the room, but a step back, a step back. Not only seeing you as what you're not, but seeing the you that's seeing you as what you're not, as what you're not. Yes? Bamo. That's this message. Yeah. We're not saying, I want everyone here to march forward. No, I want everyone to take a step back. Yeah. Has it been, have you had stabilized, fucking free and easy, unearned joy by seeing Mike? Or has the unearned joy been readily available and able to be enjoyed by seeing you're not Mike and not and seeing you're not the one that's saying it's seeing you're not Mike? I think it's the latter. Yeah, I do. That's why we're here every week. I can't stand when someone starts describing what we are. I can't because... The, I can see the describing what the, the the idea of what we're not is just blowing up like a balloon. <laughs> this is about popping it. Yes, pop. <laughs> what happens then? The one that's been objectified and is constantly being watched over starts it's like a free range fucking action figure it can graze now without having to have meritocracy and all this shit come up yeah if life's being nice to it it's fucking quite welcoming of it <laughs> i don't deserve this of course you don't deserve it yeah <laughs> just yeah yeah so there it is craig so yeah what you're sharing 
whatever a lot of us have been through all and all the time is not gaining interest in what we are. It's losing interest in what we're not. Be clear about the direction here. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful, bro. I feel like I've just been fucking Zen bitch slapped. Well, there you go. That's the point. <laughs> when when I'm Zen bitch slapping you, I'm getting Zen bitch slapped. Both my cheeks and my ass are vibrating right now. <laughs> I woken up Ken Kundalini there. You can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> It's already blown my head off. I'm not afraid of it anymore. <laughs> uh, that oil pulse can, can't go any farther. <laughs> All right. Anyone else, Mike? Both ass cheeks. Both ass cheeks. <laughs> Usually it's the right, but now it's the left and the right. Uh, no other hand showing. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think we've done our job today. Eh? If Cray May received a Zen bitch slap, it's going to reverberate through all the other squares. Yeah. So, Craig, just. Just smile like you are. I see it's moving. It went through this square I'm in. It's hitting, uh, let's see, who is this person? It's hitting William. It's going to take a second or two. It's moving through William to Mike. Yeah, it may take longer for Mike, a little longer. Let's stay in there. Get those both cheeks vibrating. Kathleen, it's entered and went through. It said hello to itself through Kathleen. Went through. Dana, Dana, Dana. Yes. Lynn D, it's going to, it's moving down to your big toe and it's going to shoot back up to the thousand petal lotus. Yes. Wow. Take your shoes off. It'll be more comfortable. Tyler, you're going to look like Lauren. Wow. Incredible. Bill Churchman, I don't think you can get even more comfortable than you are now, but that's what's going to happen. Yeah. David, yes, you're going to know the second and third chorus of every fucking song. <laughs> Madeline, ah, what goes around comes around right back at you. Dennis W., Greg Minneapolis, yes, yes. No, Burning Man. Oh, you're in Burning Man. Holy cow. Yeah, man. I'm, a, I'm the burner. What's going I on? Don't know, I don't know who Greg is. Who's that? Yeah, who's what's going on there? Is it Dusty? Uh, it's finally getting dusty. It was uh, fucking swampland for three days. Wow. I'm helping build center camp, and it's uh, yeah, it's really brought people close together. The community is absolutely uh, amazing. Yeah, very very uh, awesome people. Oh, great. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. Well, Thank good. You, You're gonna be our reporter, so we want we want uh. We don't need daily reports every few days. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it hasn't even begun yet. It's just a build. All so, right, let us know as it's building. Yes. All right. All right. Peace out. Peace. We, we're gonna we're gonna count on you, Greg. We want to have uh, we want to have access to Burning Man through the Zoom. Well, all right. I'll do my best. I already stole the Wi-Fi. So. All right, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Your blessing. Go steal more. Don't worry. All right, motherfucker. All right, there you go. Right. Florida, John. Yes. Great talk, buddy. Now everything you ever hear again is gonna be in stereo, John. Yeah. It already is. There you go. I want to run this by Craig, man. Being a musician myself, I could never write a song. And it just dawned on me listening to your talk what the problem was. I was I was asking, you know, what I can't, what can't write a song from what can't write a song, why I can't <laughs> write a song. There you go. That's its great value. 
It had, it just just can't admit it can't write a song. So you got to admit that it can't write a song, and start fucking writing a song. Yeah. Right. It's come yeah. Don't wait for it so. because it's it's actually clear in this moment. It can't write a song. <laughs> it's telling you the truth. <laughs> Thank God it's not you. Yeah. You can write a song. Uh, that's cool. Anu. It's not yet for your eternal sleep, Anu. You have a job to do here. Yes, remember. We got Marty. Marty, wife, Wi-Fi. I think he's happy today. Gil? Gil, what's going on, my friend Gil? Where are you from? He's from the land of silence. Yeah, yeah, land of silence. I'm in Michigan. Oh, nice to see you, Gil. Yeah, yeah. It was a wonderful talk. <laughs> Mike Clark. Actually, Mike Clark, you got you got your skin got lighter. I don't know what happened. It turned out a little light. I couldn't see myself. I couldn't <laughs> see what's going on. I'm sitting here in the dark, like what the hell? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Not that I need to see myself. I like Mike. <laughs> it's funny, you know. Uh, uh, never mind. You know, I had a chance uh, to go see. I went to Nizagadada's home, right? And met his family. And then I went to the this little hole in the wall where he used to sell the cigarettes. <laughs> so... Uh, this guy was very nice, an Indian guy named Murti, who I was really impressed by when I was over there. I don't know where he went or what happened. Where he took me in Bombay, he was a bookie. He took me to the racetrack. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Rick R. in Toronto. Nice to see you, Rick. Sherry? Yes. Al in Vegas? Al. I'm really, I'm very happy to call you a friend, Al. I hope you feel the same way. Oh, man. Very moving. Yes, thank you for that. I appreciate you, sir. Uh, you're more than welcome. Uh, we've got Sydney B. Hi, Paul. Hey, good Sydney. Thanks for the talk. The good reminder. Oh, good. I'm hope I'm happy. Yes, Lisa M. That's a very strange uh, picture, a cow and something. I don't know. It's in the water, Paul. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it it's wearing a dress, too. So there's the just funny thing is, I had a dream of drowning, and the guy or the girl that was coming to save me looked just like this picture, the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good dream to me. Very psychic, though. All right, Mia. I don't know where the hell Mia is. I she's in Pismo she, Beach. She ran. She's... She got out of the cult. She, that's good. Nice <laughs> to see you, Mia. I know it's Hari. Hari on has a phone. Yes. Nice to see. You. Are you in your property now, Hari? Remember, it's not your property. It's just property. <laughs> yeah. Miranda. Yes. I'll go with you. All right, let me go to another, the rest of the page. I think we could fill up the whole uh, talk by just hellos and goodbyes, eh? Pretty nice. <laughs> Cassandra, Cassandra, man, she came in with a a thud. She hasn't moved since. That's pretty No, good. no, I, I'm here for the duration. <laughs> Shannon Corkery. Uh, Susan K, my latte lady. We've got Christine in Hawaii. I, she's in Kona. Oh, Paul. Eh? Hey, Paul, really quick. Who's this? We can't hear you well. I can. Can you hear him? I'm struggling today. Can no. you repeat? Can you repeat? Breaking up. Hold on, hold on. Can can you, okay, can you hear me now a little bit? A little bit? Can you hear me? A little better, yes, but not that great. What's up? Yeah. 
Oh, nothing. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Oh, staying at the operating table, but can you just repeat, like, self can't get out of self? Just, like, just that last two statements you made. It's just like, I can't hear. I can't. I heard self can't get out of self, but. Uh, I was I was just wondering if you could repeat that the last kind of two sentences as a reminder. Oh, you want to speak about self can't get out of self. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. So whatever we don't need to know, there's something before what we call our idea of self. Yes. Yes. That which is before is what we're actually looking for. Self tries to get out of self. It's just more of self, yes? Do you see that? So the head claims to be the one, let's, let's call it Paul, and now wants to get out of something called self as Paul. And it makes sense because it believes Paul is completely different than self, so it should be easy for Paul to get out of self. But Paul is an, is an adjunct to this idea of self. So Paul, a.k.a. self, is trying to get out of self. And the message is self, a.k.a. Paul, can't get out of self. Yeah? So what happens if you see this, you're going to stop trying to get out of self and maybe you'll start seeing you're not in self. Yeah. And, and not that's, being and that's in where the self. Relief hmm? And that's where the relief comes. The that's where the relief right? is. Yes. Okay. Because obviously... Let's say you feel like you're successful getting out of self, like shooting very good cocaine. I felt I was successful getting out of self for four minutes when my body was rushing. And yet inevitably, after four and a half minutes, there I was again, seemingly. Yes. So the only way I could see it is I'd have to shoot more coke and, and better coke so I could get higher and and hopefully if i got so high i wouldn't fall back to the ground and self again but that didn't work either what happened is finally i heard a message that questioned am i in that which i want to get out of so much and that was a very novel way of looking at it i had never looked at it that way and i really had never been introduced to looking at it that way except through non-duality. So once I saw it, when I once I saw that which wanted to get out of self was not me, there was a loss of interest in all the ways and all the plans to get out of self. And I realized I'm not in self. Yes? Yes. And therefore, now I don't get caught in self can't get out of self because I'm not in self. Yes? Yeah, so self, I love watching self try to get out of self with not with very, very weak props, you know, like not a real syringe and super high level coke, but fucking nothing. <laughs> so it can pantomime its attempt to get out of self, but it, it's uh, <laughs> the product, the production value really sucks now because it's got nothing to work with. So I found relief, not by getting out, but realizing I'm not in, yeah? It's that simple. And it's not like I could be in, I was in, but I'm not in now. No, I don't believe we're a noun, N-O-U-N. I don't believe we're a solid island or thing that's choosing and, and making a destiny as a noun. I believe... All there is is selfing, which is a verb that leads to leads the mind to believe there's a noun. Yes, that's all. So when the noun gets questioned and you see through the noun, uh, you know, 
there's two movements that seem to go the opposite way. We believe we're in something that we can't be, uh, we're trying to get out of something we're not in, and we're trying to get into something we're not out of. It's that simple. We're not, that's what the head does. The head is trying to get out of what it thinks it's in and tries to get into what it thinks it's out. Yes, so you're trying to get into the moment because the head thinks it's out of the moment. You're trying to get out ahead because the head constantly thinks it's in the head, yeah? The fact is, you're not, and there's the leap, there's the relief, yes? Yes, and what causes the agitation really isn't the idea of being in, it's the interest and attention in it, yeah? When our interest and attention gets withdrawn, it becomes a comedy routine, tell you the truth, in most cases. In, instead of a serious production, it's a comedy. Yeah. So, yes, that self can't get out of self. Is a recognition or an observation or, or a revelation that doesn't call you to arms, but disarms you. So you start, you stop trying to get out of what you're not in. <clears throat> and that's what you would call the out of self. Yeah. Is the realizing you're not in tell you the truth that's how i see it yeah and if you if you think you're up the ass of self just you know right. pull up a divine proctologist have them pull you out have her pull you out and you know take some breaths and then when you go back up the ass of self after a while of all the going up and getting pulled out, you're going to recognize something sooner or later. Yeah, especially if you've heard this understanding. Yeah, you're not that which is up the ass of self and you're not that which is saying it's now out of the ass of self, only to be back in soon. You're neither of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I think that I see myself. You sound like, like you're in self or something, in ass, you're in the I, ass. I, 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 a weird I am. I I feel like this is new. This is new. Is this the first I, broadcast I've ever heard from within the ass of self? Yeah. <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm staying. I'm staying on the operating table. Let's just leave it there. Mahalo. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, honey. And I'll tell you. And then honor it when this seeming incredible, infinite, long-lasting storm blows over. Honor it, yeah? And remember the demonstrations of the truth in this fucking parody of falsehood the head's presenting all the time, yeah? Please, honor the relief. If you're talking about it, wanting it and hoping to get it and you once had it, well, when it appears, honor the fucking thing, yeah? I swear it has a very potent effect on the storyline of the false evidence that wants to so much appear to be real to us yes when something demonstrates the working of this message honor it yes please make a little moment a mobile temple a little pranam whatever just honor it because the head will forget a miracle in a half an hour and it will keep going back to a seeming slight for 40 fucking years. Yes? It's got a prejudice. It does not flow objectively. It's bias. It leans in a certain way. Yeah? So when you have a demonstration of a better way or another way, honor the demonstrations. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And as someone said, Craig said, all, all the, the scales don't have to go 100% one way from the 100% the other way. It's 50% Just a little more, yeah, <laughs> is, is, it, it uh, triggers the whole avalanche, yes? Yeah. This isn't like extreme loss of interest. Complete loss. No, it's just sufficient loss of interest to, to not feed the fucking finite fire. Yeah. And then it goes out. Yeah. 
It's just the way it goes. You've been blowing on it all fucking day. What do you expect? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Truly. Unless you want to be a super person. Yeah. You know, my spiritual journey or search had a lot of nobility, but basically as soon as I felt satisfied and content, I had no interest in sitting for 13 hours straight on my skinny ass. I just didn't. It just, I don't care to uh, to accrue powers. I don't give a shit. I just want to travel lighter throughout how much time I have through this little, you know, mental arcade we're going through. <laughs> I really, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm sure... When you're not a body, levitating isn't going to mean much. <laughs> levitating means a lot if there's a body, maybe. But if it, if you're spirit and you're flying all the time, what's an inch going to mean? <laughs> I don't think the spirit gets cold. I don't care. I can concentrate and warm my body up. Great. But I'm not in a fucking freezing cold cave. I've got central heating here. <laughs> I'd much rather travel lighter through whatever life has in store for me for this phase. Who knows what happens? Yeah. Who knows the mystery? But I do know something now. Something's happening. Seems to have its own momentum. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's not wise to argue with it because you're going to lose. So, you know, how are you going to fit yourself around it? I don't know. For me, I've been wanting to get out of here since I was six years old. I lost all interest in escape for years now. That's the great wisdom of no escape. You can't escape from an imaginary place. <laughs> it just doesn't work. I tried very much. Yeah, you can't. So here I am. <laughs> I mean, if you had options. So have you seen anybody? Think of every person you know who have died. Have they showed back up? I don't see this people come back for second helpings here. I basically, hopefully it's one and, and out. <laughs> it used to kill me. Do you ever see, remember that movie where I think it's Nicholas Cage is an angel and he wants, wants to go horizontal with some lady and he's willing to give up his fucking eternal life of brightness to fucking Go horizontal with a babe. Give me a break. What fucking angel is going to make that deal? <laughs> I'd give anything to be a person for a minute. Most people would give anything not to be a person for a fucking minute. <laughs> Take my wings away. No fucking way. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> I mean, it seems arrogant. You know, when you watch the, in the movie, someone dies and someone's grabbing him. You can't do this to me. I mean, the self-centeredness is incredible. Yeah. Let the fucking person die. You can't. You can't leave me alone. Hey, well, <laughs> it's just insane. Self. Self has a great story to continue itself. It says... It's when the body dies, it's going somewhere else. <laughs> it's just going to jump off and into something else. It's like a voice box on the, on the blow up doll. When the blow up doll doesn't get blown up anymore, the voice box, there's no, nothing happens. The voice box doesn't take off <laughs> and transcend. It's part of the body, the blow up body. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going a little crazy. Thank you so much for tonight. I appreciate seeing everybody. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you get something comes through, yeah, with all of us? Yeah.
Yeah. All right. Well, let me finish saying goodbye. I'm sorry I didn't get clear that call from. Uh, you know what I hate? I hate collect calls from up the SSO. That's those I hate because <laughs> those tend to be a long conversation usually. <laughs> All right. So we got Anand, Sindhu, Christine and Kona, Fletch, Susan K, Shannon, Susanna W. James O in Japan. Nice to see James. He dropped in again. Nice to see you, bro. Hi, Paul. Great message. Love it. Thank you. You're welcome. And yeah. everyone, pleasure to see you. Tyler, everybody, Madeline. Drop in again, Madeline. Nice to see you. Thanks, Paul. Message was hitting like a train tonight. <laughs> Super happy to be here. Thank you. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. See you, Mike, and everyone. And uh, everybody. Have a, hey, I'll see you soon, Anu. Eh? Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, All Paul. Right. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Paul. Mahalo. Paul. Good dude.